Welcome to Let's Clear the Air, a podcast sponsored by the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center, dedicated to educating listeners about allergies, asthma, and immunology. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. I have Dr. Prince here today. I'm so excited to talk to you. I know we've kind of been catching up and hearing about all these allergy symptoms. Yes. Tell me a little bit what you've been seeing in office. Well, obviously, uh, about a week after the the tree pollen breaks out, that's when we start getting our phone calls, Kaylee. And, And what's happening is people are sort of getting primed, even though the pollen levels are fairly high at that time. Uh, the patients haven't gotten primed yet for it, but about a week later after the pollen comes out, then we start getting the phone calls. And the the Knoxville region here, this East Tennessee area, especially the Knoxville, uh, Blount County, Blount County, and and uh, Sevier County areas there, uh, we not only get really high levels of pollen, we get uh, unfortunately levels of uh, high levels of pollution as well too. Tell me about this pollution. Is this coming from the interstates? Yes, there's two types of pollution that are high here in, in East Tennessee, and one is is diesel-based pollution. And it's uh, yes, it's coming from the interstates. We have the two largest interstates in the country intersecting right in the middle of Knoxville. Uh, and then the second type is sulfur-based, and that's that comes from the coal-fired steam plants that we have here. So the growth we've had in this area has increased the demand for for the power and of course the the pollution levels have gone up now we're not having levels to the point where we're having to give warnings but still this type of diesel based pollution and sulfur based pollution is well known to promote the development of allergies so it, it stimulates the immune system to develop more inhaling allergies we were talking a little bit about how east tennessee is growing so much yes. these people who are moving here and they're seeing knoxville and they're seeing the surrounding counties they're getting a big dose of our tree pollen and our grass pollen but like you said it all kind of comes down to the sulfur plants and and many plants around our region yes can you tell us about what these these patients in particular need to do to to stay vigilant and to make sure that they're not miserable in the spring well it starts with prevention and so certainly keeping your windows and doors shut to block the pollen and the mold from getting into your house is a big deal Uh, you can use either high-efficiency filters for your central air system or allergy filters. The allergy filters tend to create a lot of drag on the air, and if you do air samples in a house that has an allergy filter installed in their central air system and replace it with a high-efficiency filter, you don't see very much difference in your actual air samples within those dwellings. And so I recommend... Uh, filters, high efficiency filters that have MERV ratings, MERV, uh, from 12 to 14. And that's a good compromise. It's not thick enough to, to slow your airflow through your house, uh, but it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to block out most of the particulates in your, in, your, in your house. Well, that is so great to know. And where, where does it come down to? Is it just a cold or is it allergies? Yeah, that's a, that's a fantastic question because we have, you know, uh, so, some people call uh, allergies hay fever. That, that, that original term came from when they would cut straw in August. So it's still uh, the textbook version of it is is fall allergies for that reason. And in those patients, they were cutting 
using the straw, it had mold in the stalks of the straw, and they would get ill from that heavy amount uh, of mold exposure. Plus, they were working inside of it, so they were inhaling uh, and exhaling rapidly, breathing in more of it, basically. But as far as symptoms go, with allergy symptoms, you, you tend to get more head and eye symptoms uh itchy watery sneezy of course but with colds you tend to have more total body symptoms and low grade temperatures not usually high grade temperatures but 99 to 100 maybe a, a 101 but not above 101.5 um, you typically see more than one person coming down with it at the same time so a family member or a co-worker can have similar symptoms uh, you might have noticed them coughing nearby uh, the day before um, that the allergies typically are much more responsive to the antihistamines and vice versa. The colds, uh, even with the strong antihistamines, you're still clogged up. Your nose is still running. Uh, so we look at, at whether or not you have, with a cold, body aches and maybe low-grade temperatures. Uh, we look for, is it something that was contagious? Uh, or somebody around you sick? Uh, did you have a less than optimal response to the antihistamines? That's more likely to be a cold. Um, and uh, then, of course, it resolves typically in four to seven days, and allergies uh, typically last longer than that. And you just have to make sure that you come in and see us to kind of determine whether if you are allergic, we can get you on that right treatment plan. That's correct. You know, the advantage of seeing an allergist is, is we can test, first of all, to make sure you are an allergic individual. Second of all, to help guide you on the avoidance strategies, not only avoidance strategies related to your allergies, but what are the best avoidance strategies to use. Uh, a lot of misinformation in, in those situations. And last but not least, if someone wants to be cured of their allergies, we are the experts in immunizing you against those allergens. Absolutely. Does the weather change have to do with some of these um, patients coming in with the allergic symptoms? We have what's unique about our weather changes in East Tennessee is we have a lot of barometric pressure changes and it's related to these tall mountains. Uh, we have we have mountains in the 12,000 feet range that see four seasons and that's very unusual for a mountain of that of altitude to have four distinct seasons but uh, along with that these fronts get hung up in those mountains it's why one of the reasons why it's so hard to predict the the weather here in east tennessee but you'll have a lot of barometric pressure changes and a lot of temperature changes um, i've lived in east tennessee all my life and I can't count the number of times where we've had 30-degree uh, mornings and 80-degree afternoons. And that'll go on for a good month month to six weeks, uh, going from uh, from fall to winter and winter to spring. It's a, a lot of temperature and barometric pressure changes. And what can we say about spring to summer? Because that's mm -hmm. kind of the same area that we're in now. That, that's a good point. You know, it, it, it a lot of it depends on what you're allergic to. So, you know, if you're tree pollen allergic... Uh, uh, then hopefully by about mid-June, most of the tree pollen's gone. That's not always the case. And then you're more just grass and mold. Uh, with the mold, it has to do with how much moisture's in the ground. And so if you have a dry summer, A, you, the grass pollen levels will come down to some degree, uh, and then the mold counts will go almost to zero for a real dry summer. And to kind of wrap up, what do you tell these patients when they ask, how can I continue on and get through the spring? 
Well, you know, the, again, the first thing you do is try to do avoidance measures where you uh, keep the windows and doors shut, not only, not only in your house, but in your car. And in your car, we want you to put recycled air in there so you don't pull in a lot of that pollen. And uh, put the convertible tops up and, and, uh, and uh, don't ride your motorcycles and bicycles outside. As far as uh, medicines go, your most effective medicines are your topical nasal steroids. You've got to be very careful not to use them if you have glaucoma. You have to call your eye doctor ahead of time. Um, the glaucoma patients can see an increase in the pressure in their eyes. Uh, so you have to be very careful to make sure your eye doctor approves of, of those formulations. But they are the most effective symptom relief. You do have to use them on a regular basis for them to work. Then we use the non-sedating antihistamines in the daytime. Uh, there's four major ones. You have uh, Claritin, Zyrtec, Zizol, which is a modified Zyrtec, and Allegra. And, and then in the evening, you can use the stronger antihistamines, what we call the first-generation antihistamines, and that's Benadryl, Clotrimeton, Tavis. These are all over-the-counter medications. Main side effect of those are drowsiness, so you have to be careful not to get out and drive while you're taking those medications or operating your machinery when you take those first-generation antihistamines. And then if, if you're a little older like I am, uh, it can sometimes uh, affect urination as well, too, uh, especially the higher the dose you take. Okay, well, thank you so much mm-hmm. for kind of going over these. And we really do hope that everyone lives their best life this spring and, and of course, going on into summer. But whenever they do need to come see you, where can they find you? Well, allergyasc.com is the place to look. We have uh, 40 offices in, in, uh, in Tennessee, Georgia, Louisiana, and Kentucky. And we have on the site, you can, you can plug in your address and they can show you the nearest office. Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Prince. Thank you, Kaylee. And thank you so much for tuning in again for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Clear the Air. Please consider following this podcast, and remember, if you want helpful and accurate information about allergies and asthma, our allergy experts are here to clear the air.